Hi, I'm Chrissy. I'm Amber. And welcome to The Dog Moms. We're here today because we're going to share a lot of fun stories and maybe some tips and tricks with content that we don't even know what's going to be. It's a literal roulette. So we get to spin this wheel and choose a random topic that we don't know is coming up. And we only have four minutes to talk about it. That's it. And which is really hard for us. Yes, we love to talk. Oh, well, I love to talk. Fine. I, I see how it is. But I lo- at least we get to talk about four different topics. So we, we get do. a little bit more talking in. Yeah. And at the end of the show, we have something really fun. We kind of turn the tables and then we look for content from you. But before we get there, let's get started. By the way, you look beautiful oh, today. thank you. I love she your little bun. She is just glowing. Oh. oh, thank you. I know. Oh, mm. so cute. All right. Here we go. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh. It's like made for you. <gasps> I said dog mom and cat mom. I know. I don't have a shirt that says dog and cat mom. You need to change that. Can we please have like more stuff that says dog and cat? That's such a true Because it's like dog or cat versus and I'm like. I do feel like it's a very split world. And there's just a little section of the family. Well, and people always ask, are you a dog person or a cat person? And I'm like, um, both. Okay. That's a good answer. It is a good answer. And I promise you, I know you say that you're not a cat person. I promise you, I promise you that everyone who says they're not a cat person thinks they're not a cat person until they have a cat and they're like, oh my gosh, I've been missing out my entire life. So I take (laughs) a lot of that back, but I, like I've told you, I only like the, only, only I say lightly because I don't want to judge a cat by its cover, but (laughs) I love cats that act like dogs. Okay. Those are my kind of cats. Here's my theory. I don't want the one that's like, oh yeah, let me, you pet me all you want. And then it's like, But no, that's not, we don't play that game. Does that mean that I can just pet you and touch you however I want all the time? And then if you were to just like slap me across the face, we wouldn't be friends. Well, maybe. So so (laughs) cats are tricky like that. Well, I love cats because they do have a little extra personality. And it's not just like this free love that's given to everybody. (laughs) Um, I absolutely love it because you kind of have to like have a two-way relationship Mm -hmm. in order to have that love from a cat. Mm -hmm. And when you get to know a cat like that, they're literally the most entertaining. I love my dogs. I'm a dog mom. This is a dog mom show. But they are the most entertaining and silliest, weirdest animals on the face of the planet. You're literally living in your house with like a wild animal. And it's cool because when you watch cats, they, they act so similarly to their larger They really do. It's, it's honestly almost brethren. the same thing as having like a little miniature tiger in your house. Yes. But I know the topic is dogs and cats. Right. So you live with both in your home. Yes. So what is like the major challenge that you deal with having both in your home? Right. So I have three dogs and two cats. Um, the second cat was not intentional, but it was a foster fail. And he's just the most wild animal in the best ways. Um, but, you know, introducing them was a really big thing to make sure it went well. And I was nervous about first bringing the first cat into the house because I had two adult dogs and I wanted to make sure that, you know, the cat was yeah, going to be okay. Yeah, because they fast and dogs might be like, wow, that yeah, could be a fun absolutely. toy. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, from the get-go, it was really important that, like, they had space from each other. And I think a lot of people that have complications in their house with dogs and cats living together is they're not providing adequate space for both of them to get away, to get away from, from each, each other. other. Right. And cats like to go up really high. And they don't play the same way. They don't. And so sometimes that can kind of get, like, a little muffled. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, one of the biggest reasons 
people have a hard time connecting with cats is because cats don't give the same obvious body language right. cues that dogs do. Right. So dogs, it's kind of easy like to tell. Like, they wag their tail. I know. I, right. I, I can understand. And when a cat wags like, their tail or flicks their tail, they're usually annoyed and pissed and off. And I swear, I'm usually like, oh my gosh, you're so happy it's to like see me. Different and then language. two seconds later, I'm like fighting for my life because yeah. I've got... Yeah. But you then kinda, again, my experience were worth a lot of, like, like I was a horseback rider as we learned in um, other episodes, but you know, barn cats. So I had more mm. of like the outdoor cat, well, the cats, cats are that like literal, had a job like, to hunt the mice. living outside. They're so not like, like house They're cats. cool to be with you, but at the same time, they're like, I don't need you. So like, right. yeah, you know, I mean, only once in a while where they you'll, super You'll cuddly. know the love of a cat one day. I'm working on We used on to have one that would like go the rafters <laughs> of the barn and it would like watch you. And you'd be like, oh, you're so cute up there. It's a little gargoyle. Because waiting for Ready a chance to pounce. to pounce on your head. We're running out of time. Um, we are running but, out of time. So biggest tips, I guess, would be having high spaces for cats to climb and then mm-hmm. making sure the cat does have that. So I have like a little peephole in one of my doors where the cats can go through and the dogs oh, can't. Oh, that's nice. That's um, and then I make sure I do like stuff with all of them together. So they all sit and get a treat by each of their names. Right. Um, and then, of course, knowing like when the cat is stressed out is really important too. So. Yeah, knowing that body language. You talk about dog body language, but like cat body language is a it's whole It's a totally different world. Different world so. That's probably something that I can you learn have so to much learn. and like cats it's if like I knew. English and Spanish. They're different languages. They are very so. different languages. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our time. That was I good. I want to talk more about cats, but it's okay. I know. <laughs> I love well, cats maybe you dogs. have to teach me sometime because like, I don't want your cats to attack me. Oh, they'll love you. Didn't you steal your husband's dinner last night? Yeah, my cat stole my husband's so. dinner last night. <laughs> okay. Oh, Awesome. Vaccinations and preventative care. This is a big topic for sure. Okay, this is a huge topic. Yeah. I know. There's so many so many parts one. of it. So well, I, you worked in a vet office. I did. I worked at veterinary yeah. hospital for many years. I learned so much about vaccinations or titers. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know what a titer is, that's where they like draw blood and they right. see if the body has enough like of its own antibodies to fight off said illness where your dog may right. not need to then get the vaccine. You know, I started doing that with my senior dogs oh, you did. because I was like, you know, they don't get out as much and they've been vaccinated several times. And so I asked my vet about it and they were really open to it. And so um, that was something that we did instead of continuing the vaccine Interesting. to see if, you know, his levels were still the same. Right. And so they just used that as, as kind of our mark to see where they're at with their vaccines. That's interesting. So I've never done titers before, but I know they're being accepted. Or if your dog is like immunocompromised, Mm. then they might like bypass certain vaccines and things like that. This is like the first year that I, I usually always get, I know them all, but like rabies, (laughs) obviously distemper, you know, Bordetella, but I I do Lepto. Lepto is a vaccine because of like water sources and we hike all the time. But I learned that this year we always do Lyme and we always do flu um, for the canine influenza. But I learned that Lyme, as long as your dog's on certain preventatives, they don't you need didn't need to do the Lyme vaccine. Right. Well, it depends on where you live, too. Which I thought was really cool. And Maryland yeah. has such a high rate of Well, Lyme. you know, a lot of people don't use Lepto because their dogs don't really go out anywhere. But, yeah. you know, a lot of times, like, it, they, they can be affected by that just if, like, a rat goes to the bathroom sure. in a water bowl, you know, yeah. and then they drink that. And so oh my gosh, that's, that's something know. that... You know, for me personally, I decided that the vaccine was more important to me. And, like, the risks of getting lepto were, like, the dog dying versus the risks of the vaccine. Or even, like, the the vaccine. Like, if you have a puppy, like, if you have a young puppy, 
try not to just take them to the, all the busy places. I mean, I know you want to socialize, but you have to do it strategically because you don't want that puppy to get something like distemper. Right. I've witnessed that in a hospital and it's tragic. Oh gosh, it's awful. It's tragic. So, and the survival rate's really low from something like that. It's, right. it's really difficult. So like, well, especially with puppies those, in rural areas yeah. too, like that's such like part was a huge thing. And there's different well. places you can go to. Like there's, yes, there's veterinary hospitals, but there's also clinics. So, and there's places that provide, like if you have a budget and you don't have a whole lot you can spend, you know, there's places that offer these like at a more manageable rate right. that you could actually do for your dogs. But I'm very passionate about vaccinations and that type of care because we travel so much. Oh, that's right. And well, some of the jobs we're on, they, need, yeah. they tell you you need to, or even going to our training facility like right. BFF. In order to keep everybody safe, there's a couple vaccines that you just need to have on board mm-hmm. or you need to prove that like sometimes people do it themselves, things like that. Now, I don't recommend that unless you talk to a vet and know exactly what you're doing. Right. I, I would I would be um, so nervous like to do something like that. I out when they're trying to like give me a needle. They're <laughs> yeah. like, hey, we got to take some blood. And I'm like, well. I'm definitely not a needle person. You better <laughs> just prop me up in a chair and start putting that smelly right. thing well, under my nose. Also on I'm top of it, like out. you just want to make sure those I things. I don't like needles. That's not something to mess with. You definitely want to have the, the trust of your veterinarian yeah. to make sure they're doing those things. And then also I know it mentions preventative care too. Yeah. My dogs are on, you know, the oral stuff for heartworm and ticks and yeah, fleas. Yeah, I don't want to miss that. Um, yeah, because, you know, a lot of times like you don't even realize like heartworm <sighs> comes from mosquitoes. It's crazy. And so. And if they're positive, like you have to get them treated. And, and then they have to, to stay, active. They have to like, you're bouncing, excitable puppy or whatever is they can't has to be in a crate and be quiet because like if they do too much activity it could i think it's like dislodge some of the heartworms oh my gosh and then it like can like be very serious it's just not worth it (laughs) call your vet i'm doing like the the water down saga of what i think i remember well they're both both these things are super important and obviously like talk to your vet in the right plan for your dog um, but yeah. I mean, it's absolutely like one of the most important things you can do to it have is, a healthy It is. Pet. And there's options if you don't want to do vaccines. <gasps> right. Very cool. cool. Well, that's our time. That was a good one. And now to our segment, let's go for a walk. Whiskey is looking job, for Whisk. squirrels everywhere right now. I know. So <laughs> Fuji hasn't really been chasing squirrels much. Really? But he will look at them. But don't he let hasn't, him start. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been like tearing off. But then again, he's so young and he's still dependent on his pack. Right. Would be, become. Good job. That he uh, he hasn't really decided to go run off yet. Beasley, on the other hand, loves to do it. He's over yeah, there. Yeah, he's having a great time. In the but he always right comes now. back. But yeah, I'm a little worried that like the second they first see a deer or a squirrel, like especially if he's off leash, right? He's gonna run off. Now he's been with his, you know, the other boys. That well, keeps, it, helps it helps when he has the him. other dogs yeah. to learn from. It does like, help teach him to be a little bit slower. Yeah, that was so when Whiskey was a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> no, Beasley's having a great time in the woods. He's so proud of himself. When Whiskey was a puppy, I thought she would just stick with the pack, but right. she decided running off was way better. It scares so. me though, because like, what if there was a highway? So oh, absolutely. I try to go on the, like these trails where like we're not going to be close right. to the road and. Well, stuff, and if we're closer to the road, I just use a and leash. And I have honestly. streets with me all the time right now. Yeah. Because although my other bites, like I don't have to worry about it, but when I have a puppy, it's like I have them all oh, 100%. the time. percent. I still give her treats for staying yeah. close to me because that's something that's like forever difficult for her. I hope, is he, leaving. I hope he doesn't become that though. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I know. I mean. Yeah. It's something that I'm like, you know, a lot of times I have a leash on me. I'm okay having treats on me as well. Yeah, so. you might as well. Yeah, especially if it's just going to help her be a better dog. And like. he can be so stubborn. You're going to let me click. I'm going to let you click the button. Is it my birthday? <laughs> this is what I got. All right, watch it. Let's see what we got. Okay. Ooh, allergies. This is a, t- this is a loaded one. Yeah. yeah, allergies and dogs. 
I actually have been really fortunate and yeah. I have not had any allergy issues with my dogs, but I have a lot of friends yeah. who had like awful issues yeah. with their dogs being allergic to chicken yes. in the food, yep. allergic to like grass. Sure. Which is insane. I hate seeing them suffer too. Like seeing them lick their paws and lick their feet. And some people are like, oh, my dog has anal gland issues or whatever it is, like scoots across the carpet. Right. But sometimes people forget like that can be totally allergy. That's so true. It can come from Well, allergies. like the licking the paws, I think some people don't realize like the dog licking the paws as a lot of times it'll like wear down it and will. get brown. It will. get yeasty. Yeah, like they can get infections between the toes. It's actually probably an allergy issue. It could be. It could or, very like, well. And then it can become almost on. like a nervous you know, kind of behavior. Um, I have been very fortunate as well. Knock on wood. I don't know if this is wood, but we're going to pretend. I think, Um, I think it's wood. I think you're safe. That we don't have any major allergies issues as well. However, um, I know seasonally I'll see more things than less as far as like how my dogs maybe are a little more itchy or their eyes are a little watery. Um, I have allergies. I know. I, I, like, I a, have allergies. I could do a whole segment I wish I was myself. as lucky as my dogs. They yeah. don't have these and allergies. And the fun fact is that I, I'm actually allergic to cats. I so Me too. <laughs> you have cats. He's groaning. I know. Cats. I know. Sometimes I get hives. You love to live I in sneeze, your misery. And I just you? take, I'll, I'm fine. It's worth it. Oh my it. gosh. <laughs> That's why you always look like you're on a cry when you see I know. I know. <laughs> um, so, no, but, but in all honesty is that I've, my parents have a beagle and that beagle is, unfortunately, I just got the poor genetic pool. It was an oh. adopted beagle. Um, and he suffers so much. It's constant. Do you Between know what ear infections, eyes, feet. Well, they stay away from certain things. They think it's in food. But oh I swear it must be environmental. Because when he comes to my house, it's just that much worse. Because really? new environment. And Maryland has a lot of pollen. And, um, and he suffers constantly. Now, there's a lot of things they try to do. Right. And I know there's a lot of medications that help to relieve those types well, of I've things. Well, I've, like, heard of allergy testing for dogs, I know. Too. Yeah, they make serums. Which is crazy. That they customize to that dog. So they find out your allergies, and they make a little serum, and then like you give it to them. Like, they find out the dog's allergies? Yeah. And then they give it... They give it to you. They can do it for humans too, I think. Well, I've heard of it for humans for sure. And, and then they give I it to them once a month. Yeah. And it's supposed to help relieve that stuff. But maybe I just need to have swallow money. some cat hair and then Ew. it'll. <laughs> I probably do it all the time, actually. <laughs> I'm sure when you bake cookies in your house, this is naturally. Oh my gosh, occurs. I'll be eating cereal and I'm like, oh, oh there's cat hair again. Uh, no, it's mostly because River's trying to eat your cereal. That's true. That's very cat true. Just tries to steal I do everything. feel really bad for dogs with allergies and I, I wish that I had more advice, but I do know that a lot of people have found. Um, relief through supplements too. Yeah. Like different yeah. supplements to help their dogs with the allergies. The supplement that we love using with our dogs is actually was primarily made to prevent allergies. That was the oh, purpose really? of it was to do all the omegas and, and it was like formulated by two wonderful gentlemen that are like crazy knowledgeable with a lot of education behind them and lots of letters behind their names. Uh-huh. They actually started because they wanted to improve the coats of dogs. Well, that I've were noticed that ever allergies. since you've been feeding your dogs, that their They're coats ridiculous. like are very plush and so crazy. So hairy. Yeah. So I wonder if that would help with allergies too. It could, and I think just getting the barriers, the natural defensive barriers for the right. body, is going to help them. Then when they do have those allergens, they have like a better setup to fight. Right, it. a better immune system. And yeah. I think honestly too, like a lot of people don't realize like. You know, an allergy could be something as simple as the, the food they're eating. Yeah, and, so, and food trials are hard. You know, right. we, we, we thought he had issues, but food trials was like peeling away one layer at a time to see, okay, for two weeks, we're going to see, was it this? And then we're not going to change anything else. Then two weeks, we're going to say, was right. it that? And we're trying to Yeah, and it's find... probably best to do that like with a veterinarian oh, or someone that's the that only like, way we did or it. like a special dermatologist, depending on what's yeah. going on they with your dog. They can do skin scrapings. The stuff they yeah. can do today is amazing. I say, if your dog has allergies, just be proactive about it. Because, you know, we, we suffer a little bit and we feel it. Can you imagine what they feel? They have to be 
in it all the time. Poor guys. I know. Oh, buddy. Allergies are no fun. All right, well, our time's up. We only have one more topic left to go. Okay, let's see what we have today. Let's see. Let's see. (laughs) Cheer it on. Cheer it on. An emergency care. Oh, I have like a pretty gnarly story of a really bad thing that happened to us. Okay. Actually, is this <laughs> legal? I have two. Are you about to admit I just realized something? I have two horrible stories. I probably have more. Well, okay. spill the tea. Well, what is going on here? <laughs> I don't know any of this. Maybe uh, I do. Okay, so one of them is like, I don't want to cry about it, but um, I don't, I don't want to talk tissues. about that one. I will talk oh, about I it. Oh, I know. Thank yeah, it was one. a really bad one. You should tell it. Um, I know. I'm like already crying. Um, sorry. It's okay. Ah, breathe. Uh, it was okay, really... I'll start. I'll say it was very traumatic, but yeah. I have one that's not as traumatic. Um, that was really scary, and I was with my husband. Thank God I was with my husband. Yeah. And we were hiking with the dogs in Massachusetts. He's groaning. He's I know, groaning. Mommy's okay, buddy. Um, and uh, my oldest dog, Tucker, they were running through the woods. We had our backpack, hiking backpack on, water with us, and we had our first aid kit. And mm-hmm. I, like... To this day, if I did not have that first aid kit, I don't know what we would have done. Really? My dogs were running through the woods, and I called them back to me. Oakley came back, and Tucker was, like, slowly coming back. And I was like, why is he taking so long? He's just walking over to me, but, like, taking his time. Uh And then as he's walking, I literally see, like, blood on the way over to me. Oh, was it a paw pad? Oh my gosh! So they bleed. Paw, they bleed so much. He must have like ran across like a broken yes. glass. Oh no! And it was literally, <gasps> I kid you not, like four different like just like oh, slices yes. through his entire paw. One was so deep, and like it was it was. I'm very glad my husband was there. I don't yeah. do well with that stuff. Thankfully, oh adrenaline God. kicks in. You would have found me just like laying on the. Oh woods. gosh, it was rough. But Dogs yeah, so we been like gone. we wrapped up his paw out. with everything we had in yeah. the first aid kit. He by the time we my husband carried him, but. By the time we got him to the car, he bled through everything we had in the first aid yeah, kit. It was bad. Yeah. And so we ran to an emergency. We were supposed to be flying that day to a... Oh, <laughs> of course. We were, of course, perfect timing. Um, and he had to get, you know, his whole paw was just completely destroyed. It? He stitched it closed, it glued it closed, wow. and then they had to, like, cast his whole oh, leg. God, it was really rough. But that story just goes to, like, I was so happy Thank that you had, had that, kit. that kit. Like, yeah. ever since that, I was like, I'm never hiking without a kit And again. they sell these kits, like, you can buy them online. Or you could probably make an appointment with your vet and just say, like, hey, tell me the top things I should have in a kit. Yes. And they, have, they sell those online, too, with, yeah. like, the things. They're a little expensive, um, but it's worth it. Before we get into, like, my really scary one, do you have a I story? I don't, because I want to hear the story. I'm going to, like, hold <laughs> I'm, like, off avoiding on mine, because we have a minute and 30. Okay, okay. So you can't leave people up in I guess this is just time. about emergency care and scary stories or whatever. But, um, so, Oakley here almost died, like, like five years ago. Um, I used to go hiking with dogs, like as a as a business, and um, I don't have much time to talk it's about okay. it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Maybe the faster you talk about it, I you know. Won't cry. Maybe I won't cry about it. Um, so we were hiking, and it was March actually, and the waters had mostly like thawed, but mm-hmm. there were parts of it that were still frozen. And I was hanging out with the dogs, just like on the shore of something, and the dogs ran up onto the ice, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's really dangerous. Yeah. Come back. And as I called him, he slipped through the ice, oh and was just gosh. holding onto the oh ice. Oh my gosh. I know. It's, why oh. I keep very, it's very hard for me to like repicture Ugh. it, but, mm. um, and the worst part about it was, was that he was still holding on, and then when I called him, he was trying to get up, and he, he slipped could, under the oh ice. Oh my gosh. And he didn't come back up. So I just like... 
I know I have 30 seconds. I ran, I smashed through the ice. That's what I would have done. My body was black and blue. Yep. I carried him out. Thank the you Lord. You got to him. So was he just under the water? Yeah, I had to like look for him under the water. So you could feel him, you grabbed him. Yeah, and I mean, I know I have 10 seconds or whatever, but all that to say, it was, it was very traumatic and still to this day, Ever since then, I learned how to do CPR yeah, on my dogs and other sure. people's dogs. First aid and CPR. There's like, some places that have Thankfully, classes. I didn't need to use it, but it may very oh, well have Oakley. been the case that I'm giving you swimmies <laughs> next time. You're going to wear swimmies I next know. time, buddy boy. All right. Oh. Well, um, we need to end on a happier note. We do. Um, so how can we end on That's a happier That's really note? scary, though. I know. And thank you it for sharing tough. that. I know that was hard. Yeah. And thank you for doing that, of though. Of course. Because it yeah. teaches other people. It gives them a chance to... You know, well, you never their know when it's going to happen to sure. you. Happens and to all of us. We can all have a moment, even ourselves. People may think, wow, these girls really have it together. We learn all the time if yeah. we make a mistake and we're like, what can we do better well, next Well, and time? it's like it happens in five seconds it's too. True. And you just never know. So it's better to be prepared. Now, always having a first aid kit. Yeah. Always having, you know like CPR training sure. so that if I'm you can, prepared. It's yeah. available. So now we're going to turn over to the audience and hopefully you guys have some <laughs> happy questions for us. <laughs> I, I need a little breather from yeah. that. <laughs> um, I swear this is water, not wine. <laughs> and um, let's see what we have. Let's okay, see our first so question. How do I keep my kids and my spouse from being jealous of my dog? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Dang, that's a good one. I, I know. At home. I know. All well, right. you have a daughter, so I'd love I to do. hear. I do. I'll start off with this because my dogs are my life and they've only become my life. And I think now that I have four, they also take a lot of time in my life, mm-hmm. right? So I think one of the first things I learned, and I know we don't want to do too much time on this, but for me, it was time management. So it was about getting the things I needed to get done when I knew my daughter was at school and my husband is at work. So that that's the time for the dogs to get all of the stuff done that they need aside from like meal time and things mm-hmm. like that. So that way, when the family all convenes back together, I don't have the mom guilt that my dog didn't do what right. they needed to do. Right. And that I can now put them aside. Like they know they're satisfied. They did their thing. And sometimes they even create them because yeah. I want that breather. Like now I can clean the home so and we have can have you ever some had time like, together. Like your husband or your daughter, like get jealous of the time. Yeah. So my daughter, and this is really personal, but I think maybe some moms out there can, you know, dads can yeah. agree. Well, it's good for me to learn how to yeah, approach my this. My daughter approached me the other day and said, you know, sometimes why is it that you spend a lot of time like playing with Fuji who's the youngest puppy and needs the most attention right and you can't always play with me and I know trust me your heart just breaks. Now, I spend a lot of time, and I take a lot of time of playing with her. Like, there's well, definitely no shortage there. but it's also like there. you have to, like, but stop what you're doing if the puppy's going to chew absolutely. on something. So I'll if be you're in playing, the middle of something, and I'll be like, wait, hold on, the puppy has to go pee. Right. Or wait, hold on, the puppy has to work through his And she dinner. doesn't understand that, yeah. like, oh, the puppy has to, you know, do things in, yeah. in the, t- in the like, moment. Like, I need to shape that puppy now so that we can have a right. good puppy later. It's not just my opportunistic moments. Yeah. So, and I told her that. I said, I sat her down, and I said, I need you to understand that you are always my number one. You will always be a number one no matter what. Even if, like, all the dogs here are part of our family, but no matter what, I love those dogs, but you mean more to me than my dogs. And I make sure she understands that because at the end of the day, I love my dogs, but my family, my daughter... 
And, and what I do to kind of curb that, and I know I'm up on my time, is that like then I show her ways she can get involved. So it's not yes, so much great. like these are the dogs and this is you. I say, okay, great. Well, why don't you help me train Fuji? Right. Or why don't you come outside into the yard and let's you know cheer him on and yeah. go potty or let's do things together. Um, my husband on the flip side, <laughs> quick, I'll do this quickly, is that um, he definitely gets jealous. I come home and I'm like, oh my God, hi dogs. And right. I love them up. And then I'm like, hey, what's up? Exactly. Like, I'm like freaking out for the dogs. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? He's like, do you know I'm here? But then again, that's where I just like, we kind of joke about it. Yeah. And he kind of gets it. But then I make a point to put my dogs away or to oh, have true. a date night and to make sure it is a non-dog community. Yeah, that's something because, that I had to do too yeah. because like my husband had asked me a while ago and it's gotten better now, you know, that we've got that understanding. But early on in our marriage, he asked me, you know, like, why are you like, you know, I, I feel jealous of the dogs sometimes because mm -hmm. like you just always want to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I know you want to spend time with me, but then when you spend time with me, you also want the dogs to be there. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's kind of true. And it kind of <laughs> checks you to be like, oh wait, I yeah. need to also like balances out because there's another right. person in our life, wife or husband or Absolutely. boyfriend or girlfriend, who's like, hey, I want to spend that time with you. And they may not connect on the level you do with dogs. Right. So it's and your they responsibility don't they don't to make sure that you can balance that lifestyle. 100%. And that yeah. helped a lot is making sure I had time that I was like, you know, we do some things just us without yeah. the dogs there. Yeah. And then also I explained it to him, you know, I was like, the dogs are the thing I love like the most to do, yeah. you know, in the world. You're the most important, more, most important person to me. But like the dogs are like, you know, it's just a fun thing. I, I have life. more fun if the dogs are involved. And Correct. it's not that I love you less. And right. that really helped a lot, too. Yeah, and then they can learn ways to kind of get involved, too. Yeah. Do we have one more question? We do have one more question. So um, let me go ahead with this guy, and then let's take okay. a look. As a dog mom, do you call your dogs babies or fur kids or something else? You I'll know, you start. it's kind of funny we were talking about the husband thing because I will tell my husband be like, did you say body your son? And he's oh. like, that's not my son. <laughs> so I do, it I do it to mess with him sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but my husband and I do call the dogs, like we call each other mommy and daddy to the dogs. Okay, I sure. say go get daddy and the oh, dogs yep. know. Yep. Um, but I do call them my babies, but not in like a, these are my babies. Like, I'm like, hey yeah. babe, like, hey puppy, hey right. baby. But that's kind of the extent that I do like when you personally. Say, like, oh, I have like all my, do you say all my babies? Or like, oh, look at my fur no, kids. Or just I say a my word? dogs and cats. Yeah. Yeah, because they are. And I don't have a problem with someone who says, you know, I am a dog mom. Right. I don't have so a problem with them that says my fur babies, but I don't call them that right. personally. I, I, I don't either. And honestly, I, um... I do the whole like, oh, daddy's home. Yeah, that's what I do as well. I wait for him I to know, jump up. I know, but don't say we're, don't do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, oh, don't, don't. Daddy's not really here. No. Um, <laughs> so, but but I do, people have asked me this before because they almost like, some people don't like the, the cutesy approach. Like, right. And some people love it. They're my fur kids. They're my babies. Right. This, is, I, this is my child. And I like, think if that's what makes you happy, then I call that's them fine my, too. Um, my teammates, like my partners. Well, you know, you that's mentioned that. That's the word I've used before in the past. That's so true. Because I, we do things together and like I can't get yeah. it done without my teammate, without my partner. These are like, they work with me so that I can do some of the things that I love that's to so do. That's so true. And they're not my babies. They're not like my kids, but they're like, they're a teammate for yeah. me. We're a team. That's so, so true. That's kind of the direction You know, and I, I had this conversation with my husband literally a couple days ago because we're having a new baby soon. And I was like, you know, he's like, I think you're going to have, you know, a different but very similar relationship that you do. And I was like, you know, I'm going to love them the same. But to me, the dogs are more than just like 
they're like my best friends. Right. They're not just like my babies. They, yeah. They're my best friends, my teammates. And Definitely. it's like we do things together. Mm-hmm. We that, spill like, the tea all yeah, the time. Exactly. I can gossip with them. They're there for me to vent to and everything. Yes. So it's perfect. That's well, a good answer. I think that's I like the end it. of this episode. That, that was a really like loaded episode with lots of stuff. Um, Highs and lows all throughout. I know. That was good though. I'm I hope you guys that. like some of that content though. It's like that's just really kind of yeah. It's just real life very with vulnerable. dogs for sure. Well, if you guys would like to give us some more questions or suggestions for topics, you can go to dogtv.com/slash/thedogbombs. We would love to hear from you. Yes, and thank you guys so much for being here today. And we love that we do the pet roulette with you all. And if you guys have any cooler cooler ideas or yeah. you want to share stories or tips and tricks of your own, be sure to upload your thoughts right on that webpage and check us out on social media. And we hope to see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining the Dog Moms. Bye.